jam, it's jimble jamboree tanya, it's jam, it's jam, it's jimble jamboree tanya. He was talking about some stuff. He was talking about some stuff. Hello, welcome to this episode of Jimbo Jamboree with me, James. And me, Jay. Hi, hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm alright, thank you. Yeah. So, today's episode is about video games. Uh, My co-podcaster, Jamie... Also has a YouTube channel with his, uh, which, will you explain it? You explain it. Yes, hello, it's me, Jay. Um, I, I've got a YouTube channel and it's called JBMe Plays and um, I do recordings and stuff. You may know them if you're listening to this um, podcast as Let's Plays because they're important and popular nowadays, aren't they? Mm. I've done a few of them. I have about a hundred videos so far. That's nice, isn't it? Lots of uh, variety there. And if you just type in JBMe Plays, you'll see them. That's all you need, just that, just those two words. JBME plays, they'll come up, and you can choose a game that you like. Lovely. That was a very over-the-top and uncomfortable plug for Jamie's YouTube channel. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Anyway, the reason, I am, well, the reason I'm allowing, allowing him to do that today is uh, I was on his channel the other day, and I actually found it surprisingly interesting listening to him talk about video games, which is something I actually assumed would be incredibly boring. Mm. Um but no, it's actually it made me think it was interesting enough to do a podcast about. Well, I like them, obviously. Yeah, I mean, how long have you been doing your Let's Plays for? I've only been doing my Let's Plays for maybe two years, a shy of two years. Um, I think the fact that I don't have any followers, really, as such, is probably good for me, because I don't feel like I have to produce things all the time. I just do things that I like doing, and if I don't like them, I just quit playing them, because I'm pretty lazy as a gamer yeah no me me too i mean i've been playing games since i was very young but i I would never say i'm a i would never call myself a gamer um but i just enjoy video games but i'm I'm, i've never tried to be good at them um my cousin plays or at least he used to play games sort of around the clock whenever he could and he is ridiculously good um but i just never i was never that committed I've never been committed to gaming. I think I think it's it's something that you either really really get into or you don't really because I would still consider myself like a casual gamer, like somebody that doesn't really bother too much, but at the same token, it is a big part of my life. Um it's it's I suppose it's it's sort of a an escape, you know, if I don't want to Oh yeah, completely. If I don't want to do anything or think about anything, I'll generally put on a game and be somebody else. I mean, as you said, so I I started at a really young age and it, it properly took hold of me. Um, I think I was I was introduced to it by friends because we didn't have an awful lot of money when we were growing up. Um, so like, the first experience I had was probably um, the NES game. So like all the way back, I didn't have too much experience before that. Like I was never an Amiga person. And Atari and stuff like that. People, what 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 Nintendo the NES? Yeah, Nintendo yeah. Entertainment, right? Yeah, the NES. Um, I played. I, I used to go around a friend's house just so we could play Duck Hunt and um, Super Mario Brothers. 
used to do that quite a lot, and that was all I had for about a year, probably. Well, it's cr- I mean, gaming nowadays is just so crazy, the amount of games. I mean, I don't buy many, but I've got games sat with my consoles that I just haven't even begun playing yet, and I've had them for months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people that have a whole collection of games that they never get around to playing, and that's just age, James, really. That's, that's just yeah, sure. getting older and you don't have the time that you used to. When you're a teenager and you're growing up, you've got all the time in the world. You'll come in from school and then you'll play like a solid eight hours of playing one game, probably. Yeah, that's true. I definitely played more when I was younger. But uh, I've got some fairly interesting stories of uh, people that are far more obsessed with the games than we are. Mm-hmm. So these are people that have sort of done mad things in the name of gaming. Um, so this is an article I found on Kotaku.com. Uh, so these are various things that people wrote in saying that they have done in the name of gaming. Uh, Miles High said, I made a sign that said, sodomize me, Jesus, and wore it around my high school during lunch in an effort to get suspended from school for a few days. That's a very clever and intuitive idea. Yeah. uh, And it was the reason he did this was because it was a midnight release of Oblivion. And he got three whole days to play it with no homework or anything to worry about. I think that's a very um, intelligent way to go around gaming. Yeah, but I don't think you'd get expelled. Well, I don't think you'd get suspended for that here. You might do. No, you probably wouldn't because we're not mad on religion, are we? No. No. I mean, you might get told off. You'll probably get sent to like the other classroom for timeout. Yeah. That's, that's what they used to do for me when I was disruptive in the class. Send me to another class, make me sit in the corner. Back to everybody else. Didn't know everybody, so I couldn't show off. Yeah. You you quite poorly behaved at school, were you? Not poorly behaved. I, I, I liked to think of myself as the class clown. So if there was ever an opportunity to um, not act up, just um, say what I felt, then I would take it. And I, yeah. You know, the man held me down, James. And by the man, I mean the teachers. They were all females, so they were all right. They were fine. Did they physically hold you down or mentally? Uh, mentally, yeah. No, there was oh, okay. one old bitch, right? She was called Mrs. Olding, funnily enough, and she was about <laughs> 80. And she, um, sorry, Mrs. Olding, if you're listening, I doubt it. I think you're probably dead. But she was, um, she was a real hard-ass bitch. Like, she was definitely from another time. But, um, she used to speak to people, and she used to really shout at them. And bearing in mind, we were only, like, six, seven years old. But she'd be like, how dare you? Like that. Mm. Anytime you did anything, like, you could do... The smallest thing, and that'd be it. And she'd yeah. really tear your head off. See, I think a lot of people complain about how teaching has gotten very soft nowadays. But I think when you're that age, you don't you don't have the same understanding of the world that that I, maybe people thought we did. I don't know. It just seems like that's not an acceptable way to talk to children. It just seems no. crazy. No, I think as I say, I, because she was that old, I think she came from a different period where that was acceptable. Yeah, oh no, well I had that at school. I had teachers talking to me like that. They weren't old, that were my, were my parents' age. Um, mm. Yeah, maybe maybe you say it's a different generation. But anyway, this, it's not about uh, schools. We'll do an episode on schools. This is an episode <laughs> about gaming. <laughs> yeah.
So uh, this is from Blade Runner. Oh. Not the film. I presume that's just his, his handle for this website. Uh, while waiting in line for the second Borderlands, my mm-hmm. wisdom tooth disintegrated. Okay. I have never been in so much pain in my entire life. What? I stayed in line until I got the game, came home, played it for exactly 10 minutes on principle, then spent the next six hours rubbing Aura Gel on my mouth while pain water leaked out of my eyes. Okay. I mean, I didn't know teeth... I guess they didn't disintegrate. I mean, I guess a bit cracked off or something. But, I mean, as a man that's been in... had tooth pain, that's that's sort of a scary level of commitment. Um, Borderlands 2 was a tremendous game, to be honest with you. So I completely understand that. Um, I I probably would have... Um, probably would have put a lot of things to the side for that game. I really enjoyed it. Really? I mean, like, but to get it... To just play it first, you would put all that on the line because I would think it doesn't matter when I play it I'll play it eventually I'd rather get my tooth sorted out yeah no I don't think that's yeah you probably don't have the same mentality it becomes less and less nowadays because I'm 32 I have less and less excitement for games that I I probably you know should feel something for like for example I know it's slightly off topic but God of War's only just been released so have you heard about God of War the reviews for that Yes, it's supposed to be very good. Extremely good, yes. It's made by very reputable um, gaming developers as well that have made games that I, I'm personally invested in, like The Witcher 3. That's one of the games that I was excited about recently. Um, but I, I don't have that same excitement, even though it's being talked about nowadays. Like I, I watch a lot of YouTube channels that will review or they'll talk about their experiences. But I still don't have it, and I think that's just because I've gotten older. If I was 15 years old, I'd probably be in the same sort of hype as people are nowadays with like super hyped games. But I don't have that. Do you think there is still the hype for it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's... Because Borderlands 2 is an old-ish game. Yes. It was probably one of the... It was probably one of the fewer games from the older periods that I really, really enjoyed. And I didn't expect to, to be honest. I think that's the thing. Like, I didn't... I wasn't the same person that I am now. Like, I didn't seek out information about games, whereas I do now. And before, I just... I think I got it for free on PlayStation Plus. And I played it, and I realised that I could play it with my friends. And I had, like, a really good time with it for, like, 100 hours. It was fantastic. Mm. I think it's worse, actually, when you when you have lots of hype on a game and you you sort of let down if it doesn't meet your expectations and that's the thing about gaming is that everybody's expectations are going to be completely different so it's very subjective gaming you're not going to like something that somebody else likes no i mean you do hit gold obviously a lot of people will go to gravitate towards the same thing but in the same token like i i quite like rpgs and i like games where you don't interact too much of it i don't like first person shooters I think they're fucking rubbish. Um, unless they really draw you in like the with the Borderlands 2, for example. Drawing it right back. Look at that. How professional am I? Um, Borderlands 2 had like a RPG element to its first-person shooter. So that made it a lot more enjoyable for me. Because yeah. I was I was doing the first-person shooter thing. But I was also getting that um, gratification of getting level-ups and getting like different weapons and stuff. So it was yeah. very unique for me. I, I'd never played a game like it. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, good. And I, I definitely would have sat there with a gammy tooth um, just to play a fair few hours for it. <laughs> oh, well, fair enough. Uh, going back to God of War, 
obviously there was there's already been a god of war so is it a remake or is it just a is it they're just calling it the same thing and it's a new game because it I, I i'd never played it i've seen it played it doesn't yeah. look like the same game no it's uh it's it's the same title but it's a completely different game oh okay well you say completely different i mean obviously fundamentally the same still you're a beefcake running around beating people up and chopping off their heads but this is the thing nowadays, and <laughs> without without going too um, over the top, a lot of g- games nowadays are exactly the same. There's a there's a sandbox situation to it. You go around, you do your standards, beating things up. I think this is why I'm not as excited about games as I used to be. Maybe yeah. like five years ago, I was invested in games still, but nowadays I find that they all blend in to each other. Yeah. They're all the same sort of game, just with different characters or different stories. And I suppose you could say that about films as well. But oh, yeah. it's the way that it's told. That's that's what's interesting to me. And I suppose, without reserving too much, because I really enjoyed the God of War games, and I, I'd, maybe enough of it's changed now, that I would go back to it and find it massively refreshing. But in the same token, it just, from the outset, when I look at reviews, when I look at video footage of it, it just looks like everything else at the moment. Yeah, I guess that's because obviously all the games are played by playtesters. They feed back what they like, and I guess everyone likes fundamentally the same things in the same sort of games, so they all end up very, very similar. I think that's the thing. Like Gamers nowadays are lazy. <laughs> that's what it is. We're all very lazy. We're all stuck in our ways, and, and you know, it is like a culture of, oh, I want things this way, and if I don't get it, then I'm going to bitch and moan about it until I get my own way. Yeah. Well, it's um, the same with the um, loot boxes from Star Wars, um, the game Battlefront, or whatever it was called, that was released over Christmas. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Um, yeah, I actually have Battlefront 2, and I was playing it when they had the loot crates, and it was just crazy, because you could use a crate that won Ooh. the game. However well the opposite team was playing, you could just use this crate, which you paid for, which would then automatically make the other team win. Yeah. It's crazy. That's not a game. That's just money. No. Uh, EA have done a heck of a lot to retrospectively improve Battlefront 2. Um, they've taken... All the- That's because it was boycotted, though. Obviously, a lot of app-based games use those loot crates where you can pay for stuff to make the game easier. Hmm. Um so, you know, I have no problem with them trying it out. Uh, for me, it's I have a different issue with Battlefront 2, and that's because it's not really like... Did you ever play it on the older generation of consoles? Or are you not really into Star Wars? No, I'm not really into Star Wars, to be honest. Ah, okay. Well, it was a really simple idea in the old ones. It was literally, one of you is the good team, one of you is the bad team, and then you're just trying to hold and control areas. And once you've managed to gain control of one area, you kind of push forward to get the next one. Um, you know, kind of very similar to sort of World War Two trench warfare type stuff. You know, you push forward, you hold that one, you push forward, hold that one. It was super simple, but me and my mates used to absolutely love playing it. Whereas this one is more just, as you say, it's kind of like every other first-person shooter I play, which is just, you know, try and kill the enemy. Mm. There's nothing more than that to it. Yeah, and that is, unfortunately, that's, that's part and parcel of um, the... There must be some sort of blueprint for games nowadays where... Um, you have to do it a certain way through theory of not selling your games as well as you'd like to, I suppose. So it's got to appeal to as many people as they can, really. Yeah, sure. So anyway, Spinky, Spinking, Spinking, speaking of games. Speaky. Oh, God, I'm so glad I can edit this. <laughs>
Top five video games, best-selling games of all time. What would you guess? I've got the top five best-selling games of all time. Uh, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, nope. Do I get instant gratification every time I guess? Yep. I'll let you know as soon as you go. Well, I'll let you have a few guesses, and if you don't get any, I'll just run them off because it could get painful. So, no. No okay. Final Fantasies at all. The Sims? Nope. Ah. Mm. Pokemon? No, amazingly no. I mean, I guess that one wouldn't be on because there were so many variations of it, so... Yeah. I was just thinking of the initial releases. They, I know that they did really well. Yeah. One is one is uh, one of the, probably the most famous video game characters. No, it's Mario Brothers, then. Yeah, Super Mario Bros. 40 million units, that's number five. But, to be fair, that came with the computer system, so that's a bit of a cheat. Yeah, I suppose it is. Um... Unless unless they did it completely separately to the computer system. No, no, you're, I'm sure it would have come with it. I mean, if we're going to go down that route, then Alex the Kid. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're completely right. He even says the game was originally bundled with many NES systems, which is why it's the reason it's so high up. But, um, but then I'm sure people would have bought it anyway. To yeah, be yeah, fair. yeah. Well, because the NES didn't actually sell that many units. Um, the num the two best selling consoles are the the Nintendo DS and the PS2. Yeah, I knew the PS2 would uh, would definitely. I be think up there. it may have changed now. The new consoles are up, but I can't imagine they've overtaken them yet. Anyway, so that's number five, Super Mario Bros. Number four. Um, so this is an interesting one because I want to talk about this in a bit. So once we've done the top five, we'll come back to this one. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, sixty-five right, yeah. million units. Yeah. Uh, I can understand. Number that. three, I find kind of amazing. Wii Sports. Wii Sports again. That I think that was bundled in with um, the package, so you you would get that automatically. Yeah, that's true. Um... And if you think about Wii as as a whole unit, it was it's not a surprise that it was that successful because it appealed to everybody. It wasn't just like your normal gaming stuff. Yeah. Everybody could get involved. It was a niche thing. Yeah, and you're right again. It's just because it was bundled in with the Wii. So basically everyone had yeah. to buy it. This, this, this list is a bit crap, really. <laughs> if it's just, <laughs> here's the games that were sold with the consoles, you were forced to buy them. So number two, probably the most famous game at the moment. Like, everyone plays it again except me. I don't know if you have. Go on. Minecraft. Uh, no, see, I've not, I've not. I don't know why. No. I completely understand. Uh, it is, it's a humongous thing, and whoever came up with that idea is sitting on a pile of money, made out of a pile of monies. Mm. Um, but I've, no, no, it's never really appealed to me. I have thought about it. Yeah. I mean, Minecraft is, is unbelievable. But so far in Minecraft, the world that's been created, um, you know, because obviously people build their own worlds... Is approximately mm. the size of Neptune. Okay, that just seems insane. They built a you you know the gamers have built a planet. Doesn't that blow your mind slightly? It does. It does. Um, it's just I don't know. I don't know enough about it. See, for me, like that that seems quite intimidating. I wouldn't want to get into that knowing that there was something that huge um, behind it. So the number one selling video game of all time. Any thoughts? Um, I I don't know really. It's a super basic game. Incredibly basic. Oh, Tetris. Yeah, Tetris. 495 yeah, okay. million. Yeah, no, I, did, I should have known that. Yeah. Because I watch enough crap 
to know that that is the case. It's 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 not surprising though if you think about it because it's really accessible. Like again, it comes back to the Wii Sports without it being an interactive thing. Like everybody can play Tetris. Mm. It's not a hard game. And the fact that it was brought out on the Game Boy, which was really accessible and you could take it around with you. Yeah. I mean, at the time, it was revolutionary. I know, I know that, like, nowadays, it looks like a pile of crap. Yeah. And they've, and they've redone it so many times and they've not made say, any adjustments to it at all. Uh, yeah, well, I, I have played a slightly adjusted version of it um, that's been mixed with another game that's been re-released on the Switch. Um, and that was really great fun. Although I was just playing it as Tetris. Because you could mix it in with, I think it's called... Uh, Poyo, Poyo, maybe. Um, oh right, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. those two games together. But that was it was really good. I really enjoyed it. But it sort of makes it competitive. So you're playing against uh, people with you, and then if you play well, it makes it more difficult for them. Um, but no, it was really good fun. Did you play um, Sonic Mania? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, that's one of my um, that's one of my playlists on my on my channel. You can check that out, James, if you like. I may do that. Because there is the point was uh, just very quickly the point was is that there was a poyo poyo bit in that as oh, one right. of the bosses. Okay. It was a very big surprise. And it was lovely. Oh, I will I will look at it. So the reason I was interested in Grand Theft Auto, um, mm. has anybody ever spoken to you? Or I mean, obviously you've heard it in the media blaming video games for violence. Yeah, for real life violence. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that? Do you no, think there's any credit to it? No. Nothing. No. No, because amazingly, it is still popping up as a reason for stuff happening. Uh, Trump, I know, I don't want to talk about Trump too much, but he kind of is an easy go-to person. He is indeed, yes. Yeah, in February, he uh, he blamed video games for a shooting. Um, as in this February? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? So this recently. This. Yeah. So this is all to do with them trying to ban guns and his sort of his reasoning was you know guns are fine it's video games that are the problem video games are the ones encouraging them to go out and kill people see i don't agree with that because um i mean if the intention is there regardless of whether you've got a video game or not you're going to do it yeah i mean it's like people have been shooting each other since guns existed and before that they found other ways to kill each other it's an interesting thing the gun debate and i don't want to get too much into that because it's about video games but obviously they probably look at it in the same way we look at a car. You know, in that if you wanted to, you could go out and kill loads of people in your car, but you don't. So they kind of view their guns in that way. They genuinely, deep down, have no intention of going out to shoot people, but, you know, so they don't want it taken away from them as we wouldn't want our cars taken away from us. Well, I mean, there was the Carmageddon thing talking about cars. I mean, back in the 90s where a PlayStation 1 and PC game was released where you got to mow down people whilst racing. And there was some big upheaval about that as well. But, I mean, nobody nobody mm-hmm. else that I know is going around running people over because, at the end of the day, um, a reasonable human being would know that you're not supposed to go out and kill people. That's not exactly. the right thing to do. And fortunately, there now have been enough studies, even before he said this, that have completely proved that there is no correlation between violent video games and violent people. Well, it's true. It's exactly the opposite anyway, because if you think about it, you can escape into a world where you can kill other people. So you're quenching your thirst for bloodlust and you are killing people without even having to go out and do the act and get in trouble for it, I think. Yeah, true. But do you think a lot of people do think that? Because I honestly don't. Like, I don't go and play uh, 
a first-person shooter because I think, God, I really want to go and shoot loads of people. No, I know, but there will be a select few that do do that. That that is their escapism. Yeah, but they they probably have that disposition anyway, and then they're more likely to go out and just do it. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. It's the same as like people that w- want to swing, you know, <laughs> in mm. a completely roundabout sort of way. They they watch it all the time. Eventually, they are going to go and do it. They're going to go out and find like a group, and they're going to be doing it all the time. It's the same with is anybody that has to got. Tell me. No, no, I'm just saying it's the same sort of thing, isn't it? Just dumbed down, you know? If you're a slut, you're always going to be a slut. If you're a killer, you're always going to be a killer. My thoughts on Grand Theft Auto, they have pushed the envelope, and I've played more or less every game apart from Grand Theft Auto 5. I think that's the only one I've not played, partially because it's just gotten bigger and bigger as it was first created, and I think, especially nowadays, there's too much freedom in games, and it sort of confuses me, because I think I don't... I don't want that much freedom. The idea of a game to me is is not having to decide if I want to, you know, work out or go bowling or or all of the other random things that they throw into Grand Theft Auto. I'd prefer to just, yeah. you know, play the game, have those things as an option. And I suppose, yes, they are. It's just that the introduction of trophies nowadays makes it... The introduction? Yeah, introduction. It's, it's, the, it's the fancy way of saying introducing. What are you? What are you drinking with today's podcast, Jamie? Today I'm drinking um, white Grenache um, from Blossom Hill, <laughs> I believe, and um, oh, lovely. It's, it's just going down lovely. If there are anybody listening, sounds like it. Yeah, if they if they would like to sponsor us with um, wine, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, well, I'm drinking a bottle of Jadwiga, probably Jadwiga. <laughs> Um, which is a bottle of... It's kind of like a Polish mead. Yes. Um, my girlfriend's father gave it to me because he's not much of a drinker, and he knows I am. Uh, it's all right. Uh, to be honest, you're more likely to get um, a sponsor from that than I am from Blossom Hill. <laughs> so that's fine. Quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how that goes down. My point was... Um, um, yeah, no, going back to your point, I... Uh, the introduction... I've been playing... Yeah, the introduction. Yeah, the introduction. No, shut up. Um, I've been playing uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Switch. <laughs> do, um, do you want to do that again? Why are you laughing? Because you said Twitch, didn't you? Switch. No, you said Twitch. On... No, on the Switch. <laughs> I swear I had Twitch. Go on. Oh, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's incredibly open-ended. Um, it's a really good game, but I do find myself kind of just walking around not being overly clear on what I should be doing and that to me I kind of agree with you it's kind of like I want the a more clear narrative of what I am meant to be doing you know go from a do b do c but my point was um going back to it um does does the switch have a trophy system now not that I know of i mean it might just, it might do i just might be so crap that i don't get any trophies <laughs> well the the last time i had, like 
listened to anything about it was that they what there was going to be a trophy system that was implemented later on down the line oh, okay and they released some sort of something or other maybe in the summer anyway i think trophies have a massive impact on games nowadays yeah i don't know it do do you own like playstation and xbox i own a ps4 and i've still got my old xbox 360 so would you consider yourself like a trophy whore uh i used to be now i don't care so much See, I think that changes the dynamic of a game completely. So, if you're a show off, for example, a game like if if I if I played Grand Theft Auto Five years ago before the trophy system was implemented, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But now, because there's a completion element to the games, I find them very very hard to get into because I know at the end of it, I'm not going to have completed the game. Whereas back in the eighties. Once you got to that end level with Mario, you'd know that that was the end of the game. You'd know that was the end of the game, and then you wouldn't have to worry about it, and you'd just go back and enjoy it. Whereas I think there's just a lot more pressure nowadays with the trophy and the achievement system. There's always something to aim towards, and they do make some of the achievements and trophies really impossible as well. Yeah, but a lot of them are pointless. You know, there are some that have nothing to do with being good at the game. You just have to be in the right scenario at the right time. And that, to me, isn't... Yeah, but like those. Huh? I like those. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, trophies to me, they don't seem... They don't interest me because it's not doing anything for me other than showing other people that I've done that in the game and that kind of doesn't do anything for me. Oh, no, I think it adds the a different element to the game. So it gives you something more to work towards that you probably wouldn't have done beforehand. Yeah, I guess. It gives the developers something else like to put in there that they probably wouldn't have done before as well. Yeah, and extend, it extends the life of the game, which I guess is a good thing. Uh, Anyway, just to conclude my point about aggression in video games, there was a study done by Oxford University. So two-thirds of the children interviewed said they played video games every day. Mm -hmm. Boys were almost twice as likely as girls to do so. Mm -hmm. Around one in ten said they played more than three hours a day. Mm -hmm. Again, a group dominated by boys. Overall, those who played for less than an hour a day were less likely to have problems such as aggression than those who did not play at all. But those who spent more than three hours a day displayed higher levels of aggression and were less academically engaged. The paper concludes, These findings do not support the idea that regular violent gameplay is linked to real-world violence or conflict. And I would completely agree. So, there, that should be the end of it. That should be the end of the conversation of, do video games make you go out and kill people? No, they don't. Yeah. I mean, it should do, but it's not going to go away. It's never going to go away. Hopefully it will. No, it won't. The thing is, is that there's that game developers know that stuff when they're writing the game. They know that they, if the bigger controversy they can make, the more time they get on the television, and people are going to want to go out and play it as well. There was like that hideous game that was um, that was released where you are just a serial killer. I think it was just on PC, and um, because that garnered so much attention. People went out and bought Mm. it, but it was an absolutely atrocious game. I never played it myself, but the reviews on it were hideous. It was it it was an unplayable game. But isn't it weird that the negative reviews made people buy it? Because that's what Grand Theft Auto did. They actually paid people to give them negative reviews to make people to give themselves more media attention. Uh, Initially, I can sort of understand that because it was a top-down view on the first game. Oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, no, sorry, this was the old Grand Theft Auto, but. It was already garnered as an 18 anyway. Like even yeah. on initial release. Do you know, um, 
Yeah, obviously, um, lots of video games are tied into films nowadays. Yeah, and there was a born, a born, uh, well, born identity, born game. Oh yeah, I never played films. it. Good lord, this this mead, this this Polish mead is taking its toll on my. Tired how many brain. percents um, is it? Bo- how many percents? No, is how it? many percents? It is- yes. It's not that bad. It's only well sixteen percent. I guess that's relatively high. It's quite high, yes. Considering it's, yeah. Um, anyway, so <laughs> Matt Damon, the Bourne yes. man, they made a video game called The Bourne Conspiracy, mm-hmm. um, based on the films The Bourne Identity, The Bourne Supremacy, and I can't remember what the other one's called. And he refused to be in it because he thought it was too violent. Okay. Which is weird because obviously he's not fussed by the violence in the film. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a confusing standard. It is a confusing standard, um, mostly because uh, he obviously advocates violence himself because he is an actor. And as an actor, you do violent things, even though it's fake. So is video games. I think people get it confused because you're immersed in the game. But that's not to say that you're not immersed in the film as well. But I get immersed in films. So I, I don't understand why people differentiate it in that sense. Because you're playing it, therefore it's much worse. I don't. I, but I. I think that's like a common thing. Like I've never felt personally. I've played a game, and I've wanted to like emulate it. I think the only time I did that was when I was a very small child, and I wanted to be um, Tails when we played Sonic and Tails in the um, school playground. That's about the only yeah. time that I've ever wanted to emulate a game. As you get older, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's not something that you really think about. It's something that you just do, like yeah. watch a film or read a book. Maybe it's just because people are stupid nowadays. Minecraft, for example, I've I've got a friend of mine who's got a I think she's six now, she's six years old, and she plays Minecraft and she she does all of that stuff. I've I've even watched a live stream of her playing yeah. it, and I was a bit shocked because I was like, okay, I don't know why you'd allow a six year old to do a live stream, but hey ho, that's how she does her parenting. That's fine, but. Does she have more viewers than you? Probably. I don't know. I've not. I. I, I didn't stay on it for too long because it was a bit weird. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's that's the that's the world that we live in nowadays. It's it's a different culture to what yeah. it used to be. I mean, you know, Peta, the animal people. Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, they were very unhappy about uh, Battlefield Three, not Battlefront Field. Uh, Battlefront. No. Oh my god! I really shouldn't have drunk this. Battlefield Three because it yes. has a it has a scene in it where you have to shoot rats. Yeah, and they were really annoyed about that, and they thought it would have a brutalizing effect on the target audience. Okay, well, can I but just? But they say, don't have a problem with you killing people. No, 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 no. Peter, in general, and rats are rats are vermin. I mean, rats are vermin. You're allowed to kill a rat if you see it. You don't have to justify it. You can just kill the rat. Peter in general have problems with everything, anywhere, anytime. Um, <laughs> so, for example, they released their own game. Um, you know, you know, no, no, no. This is serious. You know, Mario Three. When no, I'm laughing that you actually have some facts for this yeah, episode yeah. rather than just your your this mad spouting. This is this is something that I know about. This is gaming. I know this. Um, yeah. So in Mario Three, 
There was Mario, and he had a Tanuki suit as a power-up. Okay, so you, you did the whole tail flapping thing, and he used to fly. Well, they made their own game um, that more or less put Mario as a killer, and he just killed this um, animal, put his skin on, and then he was just going around killing animals as a way of advocating that that game was wrong. And it's like, well, no, you've done completely the opposite. You've, <laughs> you've, you've proven your own point by killing things in games that you shouldn't do. It's, it's, I th- yeah. genuinely think they're a very odd... They don't raise awareness. They're just odd the way that they approach things. It's really strange. What I was hoping you were going to tell me was that a small raccoon would put on like a middle-aged fat Italian skin and then run around fixing sinks like the opposite. I wish... I wish. That, see, that would be good. I wish it was like that. Yeah. So in Mario, um, you know, like in the original games in the Mushroom Kingdom, and you'd run along jumping into blocks and getting coins out of them. Yep. Do you know what the story is behind that? Why there are blocks with money in them? Yeah, he's trying to find his princess. No, no, no. Well, yeah, that's the big story. But do you know what the blocks are? <laughs> uh, bricks. They're made of bricks. No. Mortar. If you read the manual oh. for Super Mario Bros. on the NES... A short story summary says that the Coopers turned all of the land's people into blocks, stones, and field field horsehair plants. So they're people. Oh, okay. You're destroying people. You jump into a, like a person that's been transformed into a block, and then either get money out of them, a mushroom, or destroy them. That's weird, isn't it? Or perhaps they were releasing them. Maybe they were releasing. Well, them. I guess you are. You're releasing them from their like eternal, like life as a as a block but then they're dying yeah I mean that just seems really weird well no because they're floating up to the heavens aren't they yeah but that's weird Their spirits are descending from the bricks and going up to the heavens yeah but d- Mario was doing everybody a service but don't you think that's incredibly weird and dark it is strange yeah yeah I'll give you that yeah yeah really strange but then again it was the 80s yeah true. you know it's just and also it was developed by Japanese people which that's racist that's let's not out. dance around the obvious no, 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 I'm not being racist. I'm saying... This is going to come out. No, 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 I'm not. I'm saying that they do have very odd um, ways of telling stories. So, I mean, if you watch any manga, for example, uh, I don't know, I've never I've never really seen any English or American stories where there's an alien with penis tentacles. Have you? No, but I bet you there is That's weird quite stuff odd. made by Americans and British people on a level with that. Yes, yeah, I guess so. It's just that they, they do create some odd things. Yeah, but like, Alice in Wonderland is weird. It is. And that was written then, by Lewis Carroll. There wasn't any like dirty panties in a vending machine either. That's that's a that's a thing. That's a thing. No, that is unusual, but you know, they're happy with that, so Oh of course they're happy with that. Also, is that real? Is that true? Have you actually been to Japan and bought some underwear out of a machine or are you just is that just something you've heard? No, I think it's real. I've not been there myself and experienced it. But... Well, I don't know why there isn't more of a calling on eBay. To be fair, I should do it myself. What do you reckon? No one's going to want to buy yours. Oh, please! Me. There will be some freak out there that will want my skid marks. Actually, that is true. There's always somebody yep. that you know. Everyone has their taste. Very, very broad is the uh, sexual intercourse thing. Yeah. Mm. Sex in gaming, for example. Do you know about that? Yes. So like, with Grand Theft Auto, bringing back to it, there was a hot coffee mod that everybody went mental over. It was like hidden within the code yeah. of PC, of the PC version of Grand Theft Auto yeah. San Andreas. 
and um, you basically mm. dated a woman. Um, and if you were successful, you could take her back to your place and have some dry humping. So they didn't take any clothes off either. But because because it was within the code and people could access it if they really tried, people went mad over that as well. They had like a big old thing. They tried to sue them for it. And they weren't even naked. I mean, what? <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, I've wanked over less than that. Oh, lovely. A gamer beat up his girlfriend after she killed off his character by standing in front of the TV. Police arrested Isaac Benjamin Pettinger, 21 of Des Moines in the US, on charges of domestic abuse with injury, false imprisonment and obstruction of emergency communications. Uh, Police said it all started with a video game. According to Proctor, she stood in front of Pettinger, blocking his view of the screen. At this point, Pettinger's video game character died, and he became very angry. He allegedly punched her in the side of the head. She ran into into a bathroom, but he then allegedly attacked her again, beating her head against a wall. All right, this. When she tried to call for help, he grabbed the phone and disconnected it. Okay, that sounds like he's got a real big problem. Um, <laughs> God. No, definitely. I've been angry. Like, I've been, don't get me wrong. I think we've all been there as gamers. When... <laughs> we've all considered smashing our girlfriend's heads against the bathroom. But wall. I would never punch her in the side of the head. Or you know, a, yeah, that's that's really. I mean, you get annoyed. You go, you go, oi, bitch, move out the fucking way, will you? And she's like, <laughs> I just want to speak to you for a second. And you're like, well, I can't fucking pause. Because this stupid developer has made it so you can't pause at, uh, when you want to. So you have to play the fucking game. And now you're talking to me, telling me some sort of shit that I'm not fucking interested in. So yeah, I can see why you get angry. But yeah. I wouldn't punch her in the side of the head. Because, you know, that's that's no. how people die as well. And he sounded like he's got some serious issues. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Moving on from that one, because it is pretty nasty. Yes. Um, a man has been hospitalised after police in South Carolina say he was hit by an SUV while playing a real-life version of the video game Frogger. Right. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> have you ever played Frogger? I have played Frogger. How is he playing a real-life version of it? <laughs> How can you guarantee that, that's that there's going to be that many frogs across the road? Well, he was the frog. What? He was playing as the frog. I thought you said he was in an SUV. No, he was hit by an SUV. Oh, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, right. That's okay. insane. Yeah, well, these things get popular, and then because your mum and dad read about it, they're like, Oh, no, I don't want you playing games, because otherwise you might pretend to be a frog and get run over by a car. <laughs> wow uh, the report says before he was hit police say the man had been dis- discussing the game with his friends yep chief Jimmy Dixon said the man yelled go 
and yeah. darted into oncoming traffic in the four-lane highway. I think that sounds like a, a smashing evening, to be honest with you. I just, <laughs> I just wish it hadn't ended the way that it did. I, th- I think yeah. we've all been there. On, on drunken evenings, you do get stupid ideas in your head, and then bad things happen. A teenager gave medics a surprise when he walked into a casualty with a 10-inch knife stuck right through his skull. After a row over computer games, Zhao Wei, 16, was attacked when he fell out with a gang of thugs at an internet cafe in Mijai, northeast China. After clocking up a high score on his favourite game Counter-Strike, he was left with a razor-sharp kitchen knife plunged through his left temple and the half-inch tip of the blade emerging from his right temple. That's a really old game. I mean, that... <laughs> yeah, it is an old game, but isn't that insane? It is insane. I mean, it, it just goes to show that back in the 90s, there was still sh- shit like that going on as well. You can't just blame it on nowadays. Yeah, no, I, I'm saying it's, it's amazing that someone would have reacted in that way. But yeah. more amazing that he walked into the hospital with a knife literally the whole way through his head. Yeah... Amazed medics watched him stagger into casualty at the second affiliated hospital of Jilin University, being held up by his pals. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, I've got I've got a really vivid imagination, and I'm not finding this extremely comfortable. Surgeons took two hours to remove the blade, and they say that Way they said that Way was likely to make a full recovery. Wow. Okay. What? I don't understand. I I think that might have been fabricated slightly. Well, I find that almost impossible to believe that you could have yeah. a knife go the entire way through your head and you could yeah. survive. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't find that. I don't find that to be true at all. I mean, mm. unless it was through his face, because I mean, you can survive if it's done through your face, but not your head. That's where your brain is. Yeah, it was reported in the metro. Right. Well, <laughs> I, not that, that means it's true. Yeah, but... I know. A metro's all right, but it is free. It's not like they have to prove. <laughs> it's not like they have to prove anything to anyone, is it? The problem is, all right, okay. If this is the this is the be all and end all. People have issues, and because they they play games a lot, they they bloody put those two things together and say, well, that's the reason that he's mental. No, it's not. It's because he was mental beforehand, and that's what he yeah. got obsessed with. I I worry about you, James, a bit. Why? Yeah, you're going a lot a lot darker in these uh, researchings that you're doing, sir. Yeah, I wasn't really trying to be dark. It's just what um, came up. I was just yeah. googling various things to do with video games, and it all came back to death and murder, didn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's because that's what people are interested in. What is your favourite video game? That's how we'll end it. What is your favourite video game? <laughs> uh, um, I don't have a favourite video game really. I've got a list of games that I that have affected me dramatically. But I wouldn't say that they're 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 all deeply flawed in their own ways. I've not I've not found the perfect video game yet. I've not had a game that where I've wanted to play it all the time. Uh, come on, answer the simplified, stupid question. What is your favourite video game? If you had to answer. Okay, what is your favourite video game now? Fi- I don't know, Final Fantasy VIII. Final Fantasy VIII? Now? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've not played it in a while, but I, ha- I de- definitely have um, certain connections to it, and it always brings me back to it. Old Squall. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, he's my he's my avatar, you know. Um, Who is Squall? I don't know what Squall is. <laughs> I haven't really. 
I don't. I've never really played the Final Fantasy games. I know. My, it, my bag. This is the thing. Like, there's no point in you asking me what my favourite video game is because it won't be anything that you know anything about anyway. It doesn't need to be for me. It's for them. Oh. It's for your fans. Your fans, my fans. Want to know what your favourite game is. Well, they don't because I've not played it yet. You haven't played what? I think it's a bit too broad. I think that should be a whole se- sequence by itself. What was your favourite video game? Yeah, because I, I, I couldn't limit it down to just one thing. I'd need to think about it and have like a top ten. Okay, well, there's another episode for a few weeks down the line. All right. Then. <laughs> My favourite video game is probably Super Mario sixty four. Super Mario sixty four, and why is that? Uh, I think it's partially because the N64 was like the first console I had that felt like it was mine. I shared it with my brother, but I don't know why. I think it was just because it was the first game that I played without seeing somebody else play it first. Okay. Um, and also it was just amazing because it was like one of the first 3D platformers. See, I can answer. Why can't you? Then I shall, but I'm going to give you a multi-layered answer. Uh, oh god! From from childhood, uh, this I would was say, supposed to be like a quick concluding question. <laughs> from childhood, I would say it's Sonic Two. Um, as I was getting older, it was probably Final Fantasy Seven, and newer days. Mm, I don't think I've got like a, a a pinnacle moment. So yeah, probably even Sonic Two. You said Final Fantasy Eight, and now you've gone back to Seven. Because I think I I. Seven affected me a lot more than Final Fantasy VIII. Like Final Fantasy VIII will be my overall top game, but I think in terms of how it affected me as a child, Final Fantasy VII was definitely the one because I made up scripts about it. I did role plays. Uh, I created my own little world from that game in itself. And I mean, I had like a folder full of like a script, and it went up to I think it was like seventy three. I got up to on the scenes of the of these people that I'd created in my head. And I mean, Sonic, in, this, in the same vein, it affected me because I used to play it at school. And I, yeah. I, I, I loved Tails. I was Tails. I embodied that fox with the two tails. I liked Tails a lot more than Sonic as well. The thing is because we were young, though. I think Tails is m- more approachable as a young audience, whereas nowadays, I prefer Knuckles. Have you seen Sonic Boom? No. No, he's a, he's a bit of a knucklehead, but he's funny. Thank you for listening to this episode of Jimbo Jamboree. The music was provided by Eric Skiff and 8-Bit Arcade. Uh, Yeah, hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, try a different one. Thanks. Bye.